with your powers combined, we are fan holes. Go, go, go fan can't believe there's a chat room big enough to hold all of our present bodies. Wow. <laughs> of all the things I missed about the show, I miss Tony being wrong always. We've already got a me. We don't need another me. <laughs> oh boy, of the sheer episode. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, Derek. Lover of lobster women. Defender of Starfire's fidelity. I just want to know, who is the consultant? Who could he be? <laughs> no! I have no heart! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna relate to a, a talking cat that eats lasagna. I'll okay. do it, but I want to be immediately killed afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, in your Derek layer, do you have a list of that tells you like how to take down the other fan holes? Should we like go crazy? How does my stupid voice sound? You sound beautiful. Like ten times sexier. Good job. No one gets us because we don't explain it. Hey guys, welcome back to another slasherific, sleeping bag smashing tastic episode of Fan Holes Podcast. Hey, what's up guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight, but I am not alone here at cold, rainy Crystal Lake. I've got one of my fellow Fan Holes on the call with me. Why don't you give a shout out and say what's up? What's up? This is Justin. Yeah, so we're here. We're here to talk about the 35th anniversary of Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. And this was, I think, you know, on a list of uh, movies that we, we had for anniversary talk and everything. And, I mean, for my, I mean, I don't know, I just, I, I, I'll get into it. But from my recollection, I was like, this this was one of, to me, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, I feel a little divorced from, you know, we, we've had this discussion. I'm more of a Freddy guy than a Jason mm -hmm. guy. So I feel a little divorced from whatever the popular opinion is uh, regarding Friday the 13th movies. But my, my recollection was, I was like, yeah, let's, let's talk about this. This is one of the good ones, you know, like I, I like this movie or whatever. Um, and it's interesting cause I, I, you know, revisited it and, um, it, it seems like, you know, I guess the, the, this was stuff I probably, I don't know, I guess I wasn't too privy to this because, again, I like I said, I'm not that close to the, the Friday the 13th fan base or whatever, but I I don't think I knew. I mean, I, I, I looked into it when we, you know, because we're revisiting this for the show, but I don't think I knew that this was... Uh, uh, I guess infamous among the fan base for being like the most cut, you know, the, the basically, you know, to, to get the R rating, it was the most cut Friday the 13th film or something. I mean, at least that, that seems to be the way it was pitched. And then, then I think also the, the other thing I did was it kind of gave me an excuse to revisit. I mean, not the whole thing, but, but I think when we, when we talk about some of these films, I do plop in that, uh, Crystal Lake documentary thing, and 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 I just watched the the segment on uh, on uh, part seven just to to give myself like some kind of you know a, a another way to refresh myself on this film or whatever. And I mean, maybe it's just me. Like I, I'm curious what you think about this, but I, I, I'm kind of thinking like I, I feel like I have the same things to say about this that I do about 
Godzilla versus Megalon with like none of the nostalgia. So like, whereas like Godzilla versus Megalon, I'm like, okay, yeah, technically all the good stuff happens at the end, that last fight. And, but I, you know, I had the nostalgia for it as a little kid and I, I love the whole fucking thing and I don't care if people think it's stupid. Like with this, I'm kind of like, yeah, what's really good about this is the last 10 minutes of the fucking fight basically between, uh, I, I guess it's Tina and Jason, but you know, essentially this is kind of like, you know, what if, what if Carrie and, and Jason had a brawl and I, I was thinking like today, this would just be like an internet meme you know what i mean like it would just be like a death battle or some shit they put on youtube and it would be like you know the last 15 minutes of this movie would just be like a a death battle video or something you know what i mean and and then somebody would come out at the end and explain like you know well you see uh carrie aka tina has these powers and and jason's a zombie so you know or whatever and 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 that that's kind of what i took away from it revisiting it today as far as my origin story i think um it, it, it's going to be the same well not the same as as the other ones because i mean i i i feel like I, I come to these movies in different ways like i wasn't i wasn't super hung up on friday the 13th but you know we we talked about part three and how i got to see it in the theater and that's why it sort of ha had a special meaning for me and i think four just played ad nauseum on all the local like UHF type, you know, non network syndicated channels. So I feel like that one, I, I don't know that like I, I like it or that it's my favorite, but I think I just saw it so much. I got used to it. Like kind of like how I've seen like Superman three and four so many times on like TBS. Like, it's just like, I don't care if people think those movies are awful. It's like, I just, I've seen them so many times. Like it's like comfort or something. I don't know. So, so that's kind of how I feel about part four. Um, this, I think I, the first time I saw it was probably when I got that box set of the, the, the same box that I used to revisit this. Cause I've never, I've never, I guess that shows the extent of my fandom. Like I never upgraded to the new Blu-rays. Like I don't, I don't have any HD you know, copies of, of any of the Friday the 13th movies. This, this was the, I think the Paramount box set where they, you know, they had the, the snapper, the, the thin snapper cases. And there are two movies on every disc. So there's only like, what, like four discs or something and maybe a bonus disc or some shit. So like, that's, that's essentially how I, I watched this movie. And, and I, I think it was, you know, it was while I was working for the casino and I, you know, I, I think I was just trying to, uh, entertain myself for Halloween, you know? So I was, I was like, oh, what, what, what movies are, you know, that are super famous or whatever, you know, that I haven't seen, like, like instead of watching, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street again for Halloween, even though maybe I did that year or whatever. Right. But, you know, for that month I was just watching like a bunch of stuff. And I think I bought that box set probably, you know, because, uh, um, it, it was probably either right before uh, Freddy versus Jason was going to come out. So maybe it was like anticipatory excitement or it was um, maybe shortly thereafter. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to remember these days, but, but it was, it was something like that. And so I think that was the first time I watched this. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I think I have more things to say, but I'm, I'm just curious what your take is on that general assessment. Like, like, is this, is this one that, that you enjoyed 
Um, and uh, does the fandom in general like get a kick out of this? For I mean, I assume they do, right? Because Kane Hodder, this is the first Kane Hodder is Jason, right? Like, like I assume people like this, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, you know, like I said, I feel like I'm divorced or removed from it. So I maybe I can't. I, I don't have the pulse of the the uh, Jason fandom on this. This is definitely one that I enjoy, but as far as the fandom, like, I think this is one that they kind of have issues with because of all those cuts. Like, there was mm-hmm. so much stuff cut out in order to get an R rating. Like, it, I, I think some fans refer to this as, like, Friday the 13th, like, no blood instead of new blood. Okay. Because, okay. like, every time, like, someone gets killed, it's like, oh, you see the knife go in for, like, a second and then it cuts away or, or you know... Yeah, like, no, that, that's true. This this I mean, for sure, like I watched the like, you know, it's a shame. It's too bad that like because I'm, I'm assuming it's like Doctor Who lost episodes and shit where like, I mean, I know that the footage exists. I've, I've seen like this quote unquote high def version uh, on YouTube where they combined, you know, you know, they, they've tried to remaster or whatever. But it's like the, the, the source footage that they are using are these like grainy, you know, poor quality VHS tapes that they've tried to smooth out as much as possible. So it's like, and you can even see the difference because they're using like, you know, probably this 4K source for the original movie. And then they kind of splice in the entire scene, you know, and everything. And and so I was just kind of like watching those and going, yeah, I mean, I I guess I get it. I To, to me, it's funny because I, I think sort of going back to what I said about part four being like a comfort movie or a background noise movie or what like that it was always on network channels like all those were edited so it's yeah. like with 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 Freddy movies like for me I, I know those backwards and forwards so if it was a Freddy movie and I watched it on network TV I'd be like oh wait the, the nurse shows her boobs in that scene and then this scene she got on a bra like what the and it's like these network cuts where like you you knew what it was or like you know like I always make fun of when they they used to show Back to the Future on network TV it was always like holy cheese doc like cheese Louise and you know instead of the holy shit and Jesus Christ and all this stuff that they figured wouldn't wouldn't play well right with uh, you know uh, you know regular network viewers right and so I, I think because a lot of my exposure to Jason was with watered down network re-airings of jason movies like may- maybe the fact that i saw this it maybe that never i don't even think that like it's funny like when you say it and when i know of of the cuts like it's very obvious where you're like oh yeah he's got this big giant buzzsaw thing or whatever and then they don't actually show him stick it in the guy you're like well why didn't they do that what a waste or whatever right but I think at the time I watched this, I was just kind of like, I, I don't even think that really registered with me. I just thought that Kane Hodder was kind of, you know, cool as far as his, you know, physicality with Jason, you know, and 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 the way he, you know, kind of brought life to the character. And then I, I guess I kind of liked the director's approach because they talked about how. He's like, oh, I want, you know, he's been in like, you know, six of these movies before and it doesn't seem like they ever remember any of the damage he suffered in all of them and all this other stuff. Right. And so like he's like, oh, we wanted to make it so that like every, you know, we still got the 
the axe in the head from the fourth movie. You know, like we still got all those and he's a muck monster and he his his clothes are all swamp ridden and you know, the the whole nine yards. He just wanted to make the character look lived in, right? Like like the I guess the way that people attribute, you know, the the ships in in you know the original Star Wars, right? Like like oh they look like they've been used, you know, they're not all brand new looking, like they just came off the assembly line type look. And it's like, I, I know it's weird to say because Jason didn't come off an assembly line, but like in this, it's like, you, you know, he didn't just come off the assembly line. It's not like he's got a fresh fucking little, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, um, you know, wilderness bag or whatever the fuck it is on his head or something, a fresh pillowcase or whatever, you know, that, that he was using in number two or whatever, like this, the, the character looks a, a lot more lived in, like he's, he's been through the shit. Right. And so, uh, so I, I guess that I appreciated. And I thought like the, the, the other thing I never put together, like, cause I wasn't, you know, reviewing this for a podcast or talking about it or whatever, but the, uh, the director is John Carl, uh, Buchler, I guess Buckler. I don't know. Anyway, but but what I didn't put together was he's the guy who directed Reanimator, and I haven't seen Reanimator in like I don't know, like forty fucking years or something. <laughs> but like like that movie like is burned into my brain, like the visuals, like it's so creeptastic, you know. And 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 like I I, I guess that also clicked in my head where I was like, Oh, no wonder I responded favorably to this movie. Cause it's the same guy who directed reanimator and maybe, I don't know. I, I feel like that's, that's also like some kind of, I don't know, the nucleus of, of, you know, the visuals in this that I was drawn to, like, like for some reason, I, I mean, I, I know it's probably controversial. The, when, when Jason's mask finally comes off or whatever, I, I think that's cool looking, but like, I, I'm sure some, fans are like oh jason doesn't look like that that's bullshit or what like i don't i don't know i'm sure there's some some blowback over that or whatever but like i i feel like the dna of what this particular director brings to it like I, for some reason i guess because I, I might not be nostalgic for friday the 13th part 7 the new blood but like i think i am in some ways nostalgic about reanimator and so maybe i'm nostalgic for that director's palette or language or whatever. So it, it, I, I, maybe I, I feel like now I'm like discovering like, Oh, unconsciously I, pro I was probably, th that was a reason why maybe I was drawn to, you know, the look and the visuals in this film and the fact that like, you know, I mean, it, it, maybe it goes back to, you know, what I always talk about in Kakaida about how all these guys have balls of steel and every, you know, like Kane Hodder's being set on fire and, He's having houses fucking dropped on him and all this shit. And it's like, you think like, I'm like, like there's some level of hyperbole to it. But I mean, I kind of don't think there is like they were. They, and, and then they talk about how they were filming on location with, and there were alligator wranglers nearby because of where they were filming and all that shit. And it just, it just feels like one of those things where it's like, it, this sounds like a movie I would have fucking hated to be an actor on. You know what I mean? Like, like that it was, it was fraught with peril and danger and that, that all these guys are lucky as shit that like nobody died during the filming of this. Like, I, I, I kind of feel like that. Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe they, they had enough guys looking out for people and they took care of all the safeties and everything like that. But like, it just seems like there's a lot of, 
a lot of stuff that could have gone horribly wrong in this that I guess luckily in this case th th this was one of the lucky ones where you know people didn't get hurt during it but that they easily could have but I think because of that the the visuals of it you know it looks very real you know like they actually blew up a fucking house you know what I mean like they they they're actually you know tossing stunt people aside or setting them on fire and all that kind of stuff so there's I don't know. There, there's something about that, even though it's like they they cut out all the blood and gore, which I get if you're like a hardcore Jason guy, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, this is such a neutered movie or whatever. But like, I feel like the actual stunt work and effects and stuff are are far from neutered. And they they, they might be even like a higher level than than a lot of the other films. Maybe. I don't know. This is the one you've been waiting for. What's happening to me? Your psychokinesis and these delusions are... No, you're not listening to me! The one you've been asking for. Hey, Tina, isn't this the way they wear their jackets back in the mental hospital? <laughs> Concentrate. Concentrate, Tina! The one you've been dying for. You people give me the creeps. Okay, you big hunk of a man, come and get me! Jason is back. But this time, someone is waiting. You know, the whole, like, Jason versus Carrie aspect of this, like, was something that didn't really enter into my brain thoughts at the time, because, like, I hadn't seen Carrie. Like, I didn't see Carrie until, like, maybe eighth grade or something. Like, I was, you know, fairly older. And I remember, like, kids at school would always talk about this when, like, you know, like oh, this is the one where Jason fights, you know, not Carrie, or the, the girl was Carrie Powers. And I was like, I don't. I don't know what that is. I think I had someone explain it to me or something because I just, I was like, what's Carrie? I don't know what you're talking about. So to me, it was like, oh, it's, you know, Jason versus Tina. And I always like this. It's the same reason I like Superman 4. It's like, you actually have someone who can fight back. It's like, I, mm -hmm. I love these movies, but the fact that someone has like the power to stand off against Jason, like, mm -hmm electrocute him or set him on fire or throw him against the wall or whatever like that like to me that's so cool it's like never mind the whole like you know thinly veiled like uh, Stephen King's carry like I just think it's so it's so cool to like have someone stand up to the guy because you know you've, you've had him chasing teenagers and killing them and everything for several movies now like we've seen it it's like okay what can we do that's different well let's have like you know one of these girls have some powers okay that sounds really cool and like you say it, it takes a while to get there it's like not counting the prologue and introduction or whatever it's like it takes jason like 15 something minutes to show up and then it's like yeah. 
to get to like you know the dessert of this movie like the the carry aspect like you gotta you, wait you, you gotta wait for like 10 minutes yeah get, get into it so yeah i mean that that's kind of what i mean by that last like 20 minutes of uh -huh. the movie is is the death battle episode that the adhd generation would want like right here right now like i don't i don't think they would have the patience to sit through this movie. And I think with me revisiting it, I mean, I, I did get a little, you know, like, again, like, I, I think I watched it once, you know, like I said, maybe back in 2004. And I remember like, oh, that was fucking good, man. Like, I enjoyed that. And then and then now revisiting it, I'm kind of like, oh, it, you know, th there is that aspect where, and again, it's a fucking Friday the 13th movie. Come on, man. I mean, what do you expect in Shakespeare? Like, you know, that, like, that's, that's, you know, to me, but, but it's like, if I'm, if, if I'm sitting there being, you know, if, I, if I'm pulling a Gene Siskel going, oh, this is pedantic and blah, 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 like, okay, you know, he's got a point, right? Like there, there's, there's a lot of stuff with these guys you got to sit and suffer through or whatever. And, 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 you know, that, that potentially, uh, you know, shatter your sense of disbelief or, or what have you. Right. But at the same time, like th there is that part of me that like, it's just kind of like, dude, like, I don't know, this is fine. Like, like, it's not, you know, I don't know. It doesn't have to be like, you know, the, the greatest thing you've ever seen. Right. Like, um, and, and then going back to the, the Carrie Tina thing, like I'm trying to remember, cause like, I think I knew what Carrie was like, Cause I mean, I remember people talking about the books and then my, my distinct memory of it is like, they used to show, and I can't even remember like what it was called, but they, they used to show these like behind the scenes, like horror specials on channels like USA and stuff. And, and sometimes I would watch those to figure like, like, okay, this is hard to explain to people that are not you know, that, that, that have never lived without the internet. But like, you know, if, if you weren't reading, I don't know, Fangoria or, or something like that, like it, w it was kind of difficult. Like, I mean, you could go into a video store and look at the, the a movie cover and just kind of go, oh, I'll try this, right? But you might not end up liking it and all this other stuff. And I mean, th th there was that aspect of renting stuff at the video store, especially when I was a teenager that was very experimental right where mm -hmm. you're like oh i guess i'll give this a shot and yeah you know in some cases for me it was like bad taste and i was like oh this is fucking awful like, what is this <laughs> shit right yeah, and i was yeah. like that was a loser like why did i why did i waste the the rental on that you know um but then then there were other things where i'd come across it you know and i'd be like oh this is you know uh, you know i i really like uh you know i don't know what whatever it was that i watched right and um and and I guess like those those USA shows were a way where you could you know it wasn't it wasn't all sort of based on a I don't know a painted cover image or something where it didn't quite reflect what was actually inside it was like they would actually show you clips so I feel like there's a lot of like famous movies where I I probably never sat through them the whole way but I've seen enough of them and it's like I I, I think like Carrie and like I'm trying to remember, like, like, uh, uh, what's the West, the West Craven movie, the the um, Serpent and the Rainbow, mm. like, like they would show clips from those movies, right? And then, and then I think like they would show clips from movies like Waxwork, and I think, I think that's what I, I think I did end up renting Waxwork One and Waxwork Two, and thought, oh, that looks cool. I want to, 
I want to try and watch the whole thing. But for some of them, I, I don't think I ever watched the whole movie or whatever, right? Like, so so the, there, there were a lot of movies like that where I, I feel like I've seen some. So, so like, I guess that's my long-winded way of saying, like, I kind of knew what Carrie was. Like, they, you know, it's, it's almost like they, they spoiled the movie for you, you know, because they, they would, like, say, like, oh, uh, Carrie is just a, a normal uh, bullied teenager, and then this shit happens at the prom, and then all of a sudden they cut to her with the, the you know, when they do the prank and they drop the blood on her face, and she, she's all fucking embarrassed and shit, and then they cut to all the, you know, um, you know her, you know, using her TK powers and fucking people up and everything like that, and I, I think they did it as, like, a theme where they, they, they'd show you, like, that arc, and then they'd show you the arc with, um, What's his face in um, the the God? I can't even remember this shit anymore, Justin. The what, what's the movie? The Stephen King movie with the the car. The, the the he drives the car and the car gets jealous and shit and kills all the fucking Christine? people. Christine. Yes, sorry. See, I can't remember this stuff anymore. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but but they were doing this. They were doing that theme, you know, where it was like, look, here's Carrie and here's Christine, and you know, like like look, look, these are all Stephen King's greatest hits come to life or whatever, you know, like like that was one of the specials probably. So so I I, I guess that's my long-winded way of explaining. Like I knew what Carrie was and and all that other stuff, especially by 2004, I knew what Carrie was, and I think. I mean, I, I don't think I'm lying. I'm pretty sure the first time I saw this movie the whole way through, I don't think I watched this on TV ever. Like, I think the first time I saw this was when I bought the DVDs and stuff like that. Um, and and uh, for for Tina, um, and and this this may also you know reflect my um, you know being semi divorced from the Friday the Thirteenth fandom or whatever. Sometimes. I would get this movie confused with number six. And I, I know that's weird, but, uh, and it's kind of a long, complicated story, but like Tina has Carrie TK like powers. Right. Um, and she's, let me see, let me just make sure if I, if I can, um, let's see, I think is it. So she's played by what? Laura Park Lincoln. Is that right? I think. Yeah. And that like, so, so, the, the difference or the, the weird warped connection that my adult brain made between the two movies, even though they're not connected at all, is so Tina has these powers. Right. But in uh, part six, Tommy Jarvis comes across like the sheriff's daughter, and that's uh, played by uh, Jennifer Cook. And Jennifer Cook was Elizabeth, the star child in V. And on the V TV series, Cook had like. TK superpowers. So like sometimes I would I would go back and I would like conflate like I'm like oh didn't what's her face from V like fight Jason with TK powers in one movie and then I'm like oh no no wait that's she's in the other movie and this blonde chick's in this movie and she's the one with the TK powers and so I I anyway I ended up conflating like all, all uh, blonde uh, telekinetics look the same to me or what you know what I mean like like I I conflated those together or whatever um and then i guess i guess you know being fond of uh jason goes to space i mean this is the original sleeping bag moment yes. right which yeah is 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 uh 
you know, fairly infamous or whatever. And it's 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 interesting hearing Kane Hodder talk about it because he's he, in in some cases he'll praise the edits, right? Because I think I think he likes the the one hit she's dead edit for the sleeping bag, whereas you know obviously the director is just like crushed that any of the stuff got cut. And it's like, you can totally, I mean, as an artist, as a, I don't know, somebody who tried to be an actor was in films and, and had any aspirations of that. Like, dude, you could totally understand being crushed, like seeing your movie cut to shit. Like, especially cause like, think of how much, you know, man hours and time and, you know, they spent on getting, you know, RC to fucking, have the hook go through her fucking chest and you know like all this all this shit that goes down in this movie have a you know fucking weekend at bernie's guy uh get his fucking torso chopped up by the buzzsaw or whatever you know like like and you're like dude you spent all this you know and, and you're you're trying to make it look cool and you know like the, you know it's like i i mean i i, I guess i get it because it's like you know if, if if you have like you know in these other movies you know tom savini doing all these cool effects and then you chop them all the shit like it's one thing if it's like oh this is for network uh airings and and we're cutting it for for the tv airing but you could still go out and get like a you know a laser disc or a, you know like right now we could get like a blu-ray or whatever you know and and, and see the the quote-unquote uncut version right but it's like it seems like this was just done in a time where they cut the shit out of it on purpose and just and 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 that kind of made me think and and i don't know if you dwelled on this at all but it just made me think like wow how much this shit changed right because like i feel like now like the type of blood and gore that they cut like having watched the the full scenes i was just kind of like man that's just like another day in the park for like tv shows today you know what i mean like 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 i mean don't they do all the same shit on like game of thrones and you, you know what i mean like like it's just like i don't know i i just feel like like it you know i mean i know i know a lot of the stuff is like okay hbo viewer discretion and whatever it's a cable channel they could do whatever the fuck they want i guess but like i i was just kind of thinking to myself i was like but this was like a movie and it's rated r like you know like i don't know anyway i just you know it kind of cracked me up like how how uh how much they they took out of it and it seemed like in some cases like maybe kane hotter you know in some of the scenes he went oh it's a shame that they got rid of the you know the shit where i buzzsawed the guy in half that would have been cool or whatever so i mean if you watch that hannibal series that was on nbc like think yeah. of the amount of blood and yeah. gore in that compared to this yeah. it's like holy yeah. shit that was on yeah, network yeah. tv at like 10 yeah. at night and, and that was that was what wasn't hannibal like an nbc show yeah so that's like, yeah, and you're like, holy fuck, dude! Mm -hmm. Like, like that's yeah. like, you know, it's not just like Dennis Brown's butt or whatever. Like they were <laughs> fucking killing motherfuckers yeah. on that show, right? And it's like, and then and then you watch this and you're like, it's so you know, quote unquote neutered, right? And it's like, so I, I guess that's you know, and I'm like, oh well, I mean the fact that they have all these fan edits and things like that, it's like that's a damn shame because it, it, I mean, it must mean like wh whatever the originals are must be so horribly damaged or just on you know vhs tape or you, you know what i mean like they must you know it's like it's like once they took the the cut to the film like there must not be any film left of like the the, the actual you know quote unquote good stuff right otherwise they would have made some souped up uncut director's cut thing a long ass time ago right like so i was like oh that's that's too fucking bad 
I think the two kills that hurt it the most are when the therapist gets killed and that stuck up blonde because as the audience, mm-hmm. like you want them to get what's coming to them. Like, yeah, cause yeah. you know, like that doctor is just, he's yeah, pushing he's, Tina he's... and he's in it for himself. He wants to make a name for himself. Well, and the, the, that's... The, 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 the worst part is when he pushes uh, RC, RC in front of, um, yeah. in front of fucking Jason. And you're just like, are oh, you fucking. And then after that, he's still like trying to get to Tina. He's yeah. like, Oh, it's all yeah. come on with me. And she's like, no, the, the blood and she runs away like i'm like good good job girl like any other movie right, she'd be right, like right. okay duh, duh, i'll go with you but she's like uh screw this i'm getting away and then he finally gets his and then like that blonde chick who's all like stuck up and you know she's trying to break up like tina and that guy she's kind of kissing on and stuff like you want so hard for her to get get what's coming to her and when you get she gets an axe to the head and you're just like yeah but you read about it and you're like, oh, it sounded like it was going to be super gory because like yeah, it was going to be super cool. Yeah, yeah. They were going to have like a close up and apparently she gets the she gets her head split and the eyes were still moving. I was just like, oh, I can totally visualize like what that would have looked like back then. And I'm I'm like, oh man, like she, you know, sometimes like if you're a horror movie fan, you're like, like man, I can't wait till this motherfucker gets what's coming to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it made me think of, of I, I know we had discussions about, um, what was it, Hop? now I'm forgetting the names of the movies, um, Halloween Ends, right? Like that, that we were oh. having that discussion about, yeah. you know, the, some of the good, you know, quote, unquote, uh. good kills in that, right? Like, and so that's, that, that's what some of this made me think of when you're, you know, you're having that discussion about, you know, who, who really deserves to, quote, unquote, get it or whatever. You, like, just, you, just you, say- you know, it was, Oh, oh, go go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say you just bringing up that movie made me think of my favorite kill, like the dude in the tongue. I'm like, that's so oh, yeah. cool and yeah. so creative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was the best. Like, I I I enjoyed the hell out of that. And like and like that's that that's probably you know that to, for for to me it's like what you're talking about, like with the doctor, right? Like you're mm-hmm. like, you just want to see them, you know, get it or whatever, right? Like that. You know, but but the other thing that would crack me up is like they have the one uh, kind of nerdy girl with the Coke bottle glasses or whatever. Uh-huh. And like I was cracking up about that because that made me think of like scream rolls and shit. And I'm like, oh, shit, she she only dolls herself up for like two minutes. And it's like, you fucking whore, you're getting killed. <laughs> you know, like I was like, dude, she only did it for she didn't even smoke any pot or do it. It's like she was just thinking about it. She's trying to fit in and she tries to doll herself up. And then it's like she doesn't even get a chance to do any fun stuff. And Jason's already fucking killing her ass. So it was cracking me up. And I felt, you know, it's like it's like a, a lot of these. It, it's interesting, too, because they're all kind of like asshole dipshits in their own way do you know you know what i mean yeah. like 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 where even where, the sci-fi nerd writer guy yeah it's like it's like well because he he kind of simps out to uh the bitchy girl yeah. and like and and then and then and then like she kind of leads him on and then you know the the one friend of the nerdy girl is bitchy to her and you know like like they all kind of th- th- there's a lot of this uh petty backstabbery uh-huh. uh, among uh, a cabin of kids that are supposedly you know quote-unquote friends right and they, they have that one moment where the the i guess the, the 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 nice guy you know that that uh is is tina's what the hell is i don't even know his name but nick the, nick nick and it's like it's like so so it's like i think nick even says at one point like yeah these guys aren't like really my friends i was yeah. just waiting for my what was it like his brother to show his up cousin. or something his cousin 
right? And so he's like stuck with all these fucking petulant fucking, you know, little petty shits, you know, like in this cabin or whatever, because it's like basically those are his cousin's petty, stupid fucking friends, right? Like, and you're just like, so, so, I mean, I guess in some sense, you kind of, you know, there is some sympathy to be had for the, the, the survivor people in this movie or whatever, right? Like, so I'm like, I, you know, I, 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 I guess, I guess there's things about this that I, 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 I was going to say, like, revisiting this maybe lessened my opinion of the film that I had when I first watched this. But I guess in talking about it, I, I, I see I'm still at least a little passionate about, you know, some of it. Right. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like some of that stuff is like overinflated because they were they were talking in the documentary something about, you know, well, well, well first of all, they're talking about how most of the cast or I don't, I don't know how many were or weren't, but they're talking about how like sometimes this movie's called Fry Gay the 13th because like a lot of the cast was gay. Um, And like, I I was just kind of like, and I, I don't know if they tried to tie that in, but in the documentary, they're talking about how Tina and Nick didn't have much chemistry and that it was somehow a problem. But like, I feel like I, I, I don't know if it's just me like wanting to fight that or being stubborn. Cause like sometimes I know part of being an actor is like taking good direction, but like, I think there was a stubborn streak in me sometimes where I was like, well, I'm doing this my way. Like why, you know, like, you know, so sometimes I would reject, you know, certain direction or, or, or just didn't get what, what, what they were trying to, have me go for because I felt like if I tried to do it their way, then it would just come off as more fake than me finding it myself, if that makes sense. And so I guess for this, what what I was getting at is, is they were saying, Oh, well, well, it looks like they don't have chemistry and, and uh, some, something about they didn't get along or something like that. Right. So it made, it made the scenes where they were supposed to, you know, hang out together, be awkward. And I was just kind of like, well, isn't this whole fucking movie like a never ending stream of awkwardness for any nice kids trying to have her like like she's getting like uh, wound up by this evil doctor. Right. And and she's ju- just trying to, you know, make friends or whatever. Right. Like but she's she's getting driven to, to craziness and being threatened to get locked up in a, uh, you know, a padded room and all this other stuff. Right. So she's got all that craziness on her end. Right. That she's got to deal with. And then him, it's like, he's trying to hang out with this girl he thinks is nice, but he finds out that she might be going to a padded room. She's got fucking superpowers. And oh yeah, there's a fucking maniac guy named Jason. Who's a zombie that's killing everybody. And he's stuck with all these asshole friends of his cousin right so it's like i, I was just kind of like what why should they ever have a moment where they actually do connect and have the perfect chemistry because if they did this would just be a normal movie right like like i don't think they ever get a chance and they shouldn't have a chance to you know you know what i mean like like what why should they i mean they have moments but it's like most times it's like they go from either being in an awkward situation because of the shitty friends or they're in a heightened tension situation because they're, they're fighting for their lives against Jason. So I'm like, the, the, the only time they should have a moment of real chemistry is like that last scene in the ambulance where they're like, 
I took care of Jason. And then they fucking drive off and then it's fade to fucking black. So it's like, otherwise the rest of it should be awkward, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. You bringing up the ending. Um, there is one aspect of this movie that fans either love or hate. And I'm curious what your feelings are. And that's the ending. The aspect of her dad coming out of the lake and taking Jason away and solving the problem for her. Like, I, what do you think of that ending? That's kind of weird, right? Like, yeah. like I, I, I get why I get why that's like a weird ending, because there, there are moments in this where you're like, what the fuck? Like, what is what? You, you, you know what? You know, what's really weird about it? And I, I, I don't know if I feel like maybe I heard this somewhere on some documentary or some shit. But like, I, I think the weirdest thing about it is it's it's like they got him from the set and he was like a day player. And he's like, OK, you're going to be the abusive dad for a day. And it's like, okay, fine. So he comes out, he does the abusive dad thing. They shoot the thing where he, the, the fucking thing falls apart and, and Tina as a little girl kills him. And they're like, okay, we've done the first like 16 hour shoot, um, but we got you for another eight hours. Like we're doing the end. Um, so walk over there and uh, jump on Jason's back. And the guy's like, well, aren't you going to like, you know, I don't know put me in makeup for a little while? Like, aren't you going to like put some mud on me or make me look like I've been buried for, you know, fucking 20 years or something like that. And they're like, no, no, we haven't got time for that. Cause you're a day player. Like we, we got to shoot this. Now we did the first 16 hours. We got to do the last four. And then everybody goes to sleep for four. And then we start the shit all over again. Like we don't got time for four hours of makeup. And so they just sent them. Right. And I'm like that, it's not so much like I don't think the um, the deuce ex machina of it bothers me that much. I think what bothers me the most about it is exactly what I love about Jason in this movie is not done at all with that dad. Do you know what I, like the lived in look, the mm -hmm. whole like if they yeah. had just like made him look kind of like like if they could figure out a way to make him look like the dad, still have the sweater and, and the, you know, I don't know, the, the, the hairstyle and whatever, but just if, if he looked like Ted Danson in fucking creep show, like remember when they come up out of the fucking, you know, Leslie Nielsen fucking drowns him and his wife and they come back out and they, they all, they got all the plants and they're green and the seaweed mm -hmm. and all that other shit. Like if the dad looked like that and he came out and he was like, Bruh. Then I would have been like, and, and she could be like, oh, my God, it's my dad, but he looks all fucked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> like that, I think I, I I would have lived with that. But like the fact that like he comes out and he's just kind of like, hey, bro, like I'm I, it's like it's like when they do that, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's like it's like he's like preppy zombie and he doesn't even look like fucked up. You know, he's like he's just I got a sweater. I'm a zombie. It's like, no, you're not. Like, yeah, I totally I'm a zombie am. over here. It's like, I, I don't know. Like, it just that. Yeah, that's the part of it. Like, they spent all this money on the kills and the, the gore and 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 they they put all this effort into making Jason look lived in and like, if we're gonna do a shitty montage of the first six movies, like, we better have Jason have all the wounds and bullshit that he had in those movies. They spent all that time trying to set up that verisimilitude of Jason, but then 
when the dad comes out at the end, he it looks like he just got a haircut and a, a nice shave and and uh, and and had his uh, you know his cuticles done or you know what I mean? And you're just like, what the fuck? Like what? Like why? You know why? Why are you? Why do you look so spick and span? You know after uh, being dead at the bottom of a lake for how yeah you know what and this is one of those things like again you shouldn't talk about this shit but like do people ever talk about like because like what like the first like what like like three or four movies take place over the course of like a couple days right like sort of kind of maybe like but like i'm like wait a minute so so tommy jarvis grew up like if if this what like i'm i'm just I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I know it doesn't make any sense and I'm just going down the path of this way lies madness, but I'm like the original films like took place when in like the eighties, like say, say the first film took place in 1980. Right. And it just took place over a couple days. So then that means the first four films only take place in like 1980. So that's fine. Right. But then like Tommy Jarvis grows the fuck up. Right. So he's by, by the sixth movie, he's like at least like 20, right like maybe 25 or something right so then that means he he it's been like at, at least maybe 10 10 years maybe maybe 15 years since 1980 so then that means like movie 6 is like in 1995 but then he's buried or or Jason is at the bottom of the lake but then Tina's there after six so like from 1995 like and then tina grows up so like say 10 years add to tina so like doesn't that mean like this movie takes place in like 2005 and rc's in it like what (laughs) what what is going on yeah that way it does lie madness i mean it's yeah i don't think i even realized that was rc until like I don't know, like rewatching this, maybe I, I think it hit me like when I was rewatching this and sucking myself up for Freddy versus Jason. I was like, wait, Susan Blue, like I've seen that name somewhere. And then I like got on IMDb and I was like, holy shit, that's RC. Oh, my God. And and the weekend that Bernie's guy. <laughs> uh, God, he's such a piece of shit. Yes, he is. <laughs> But he's good at it. He's so good yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he, he... See, and that's the thing. Like, like some people, like, give give these movies shit, right? For, for whatever this... You know, the acting or whatever. But he's he's definitely a good slime ball, right? He's like... You know you know what he's like? He's like the, the Paul Reiser in Aliens. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, it's, it's like... It's like that's... That's that's the role he plays. He does it very well. You know, you, you, you feel all icky and slimy when you... You know when you uh, when you see him or whatever. You know, it is it is weird. Like like there there is that part of me that like as a comic geek, like there's there's like TV telekinesis or like even like you know 1988 film telekinesis, but then like there's like Dark Phoenix and the X Men tele. You know what I mean? Like like where you're like what. You know, like, 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 okay, let me put it this way. Like, like most of the effects, I think, were well done. Like, you know, the house blowing up, the, you know, uh, you know, 
um, even even if they got cut, like some of these, you know, axes to the head or him falling through the stairs and the lamp hitting him, you know, they, they talk about how he was like just this shy of like actually smacking the real stairs and probably paralyzing himself for life and all this, you know, like lots of like really on point stunts and special effects and everything like that. Uh, the one thing that still makes me laugh, I think the first time I saw it and when I watched it again was, you know, when she like levitates the fucking plant. Like, I don't know why that still makes me laugh. Like the the little the plant and the the, the thing, the 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 urn or whatever it is like it, and th- it, I don't know. It's like crack like the couch makes sense to me. Like, but I don't know. The plant just kind of flies over on a string and like just kind of bumps into him and i'm just like (laughs) that's it like you're not even gonna like set up the plant to have like breakaway candy glass or something you know something cool like where it actually like you know smacks into him or something but i always thought the tv just kind of like slowly floated until it like smashes into the wall it's so like awkward yeah so here here's something that uh is is my uh my attempt at a trick question so, um, so this came out the same time as the Dream Master. So, uh, if uh, if if the Dream Master made tons more money than this, which it did, does that mean Freddy beat Jason? Fuck <laughs> <Not> you. <laughs> Is that what Freddy was winking at at the end of Freddy vs. Jason? He's like, I made more money, bitch. That's why he was winking. He made like fucking 30 more million dollars in this movie. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I like this movie. I mean, I, I do, I guess. I mean, I, 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 I guess I can totally understand. Like, like if, if, I, if I looked at this movie as like, the the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker and we never ever got the uncut version. Like I could understand why people are miffed about it though. So Yeah, this is um it's not one of my favorites, but I it's one that I watched a lot as a kid. Like it, it, it seemed to me like three, six and seven were like always on like USA or TNT. So like I watched it a lot as a at a young age and then went through a period where I didn't see it as often. Like me on me personally, like I like three and six is my favorite. And then, you know, reevaluated five and I like five quite a bit now, but like, you know, I hadn't seen this one in quite a while. So when I saw this is like on the anniversary list, I was like, Oh dude, like I want to revisit this and talk about this because, uh, you know, despite the gore being like cut down to like almost no gore, like I, I still think this is fun. I still enjoy the, you know, girl with powers versus, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the unstoppable zombie Jason. Like you, I love how Jason looks in this, the damage to his, his face and the mask and seeing part of his spine. Like, it looks great. Like, I love that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know, maybe this goes without saying. And, and again, I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm I'm closer to the pulse of the fan base on this. But like, this is this is Kane Hodder's first movie as Jason. But then I mean, he pretty much played Jason more than anybody else, right? And, like, I mean, I think he he defined Jason for a lot of people, right? I mean, I remember there was all that outcry over him not being 
cast in Freddy versus Jason, you know, and and this made me think of that for some reason because I was like, oh, he's so good in this. But like, I think I think the main reason was I think they took a look at him and were like, oh wait, you don't you don't tower over Robert England, you know what I mean? And that was just I guess not their the vision that they had, and I guess they couldn't they couldn't pull a Tom Cruise and give Kane Hodder a bunch of Apple boxes or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like, like, uh, I guess, yeah. I guess, I guess they, they, they couldn't see doing that for that kind of movie. So they, they had to go with somebody who was more of a lurch looking motherfucker, you know, like, so that it had that dichotomy of like the big lurch guy looking at this little weaselly, you know, Robert England, Freddy or whatever type thing, you know? So, you know, I'm, I'm like, cause I'm, 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 I'm looking at this on the screen while we're discussing it. I was like, it reminded me of this other thought I had was like, it's funny how they, they kind of run out of, uh, I don't know, plot or whatever with these shitty kids or whatever. Cause it seems like at some point they all just decide, okay, now it's fucking time. You know what I mean? Like they, they all, <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that, not that all of them are fucking, but like they all decide they're all going to start fucking like almost all at the same time. And then Jason just rolls around and slowly starts, you know, picking them off one by one. And then, you know, like I said, some of it doesn't work out. Like that one bitchy girl, um, just tells the, the, the screenwriter guy to take a hike or whatever. So you like feel that dude's pain or whatever. Cause he thought he was about to get some and he's not getting any, you know? So, um, and I was just like, come on, you can't even get a fucking jealousy fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, anyway, but, uh, yeah, it's just that that kind of stuff cracked me up or whatever. Holy shit, you weren't kidding. This movie made $19.1 million. Dream Master made $49.4 million. Hey, I don't, I don't shit you about this stuff. I mean, I, I, I knew you were... I you know I know you were not lying to me. I just didn't know it was that drastic. <laughs> but but see, and you know that's what's funny too is I didn't even see the Dream Master in the theater. But but I remember, man, like I, I have vivid fucking memories of those motherfuckers pouring out of it. The, like there there were like it was on fucking five screens, and there were just shit tons of people pouring out. I mean, I I don't know how to explain it other than like you you, you didn't even have to know that you know I, I wasn't even you know i was so young it's not like i was following box office back then or whatever but like you just innately knew by the visual you were like dude like this this is really popular do you know what i mean like like this is this is really making a bunch of a bunch of money you know like so and i i, I don't even i mean like i said the first time i saw this was 2004 the the friday the 13th like um, and, and again, maybe it was just never on my radar to begin with, but like, I, I have like zero memories of like posters or, you know, any, anything to do with this, you know, being in a theater or people, you know, pouring out of a theater or whatever. So like there, you know, m maybe that's the unfortunate side effect, right? It's like, it's like people that are fans of this, you know, maybe they wanted to support it, but then you had that divide of like the people that were all pissed because they heard like, Oh dude, it's not even gory. Like it's just a waste of fucking time, you know? And so they, you know, maybe, maybe that, that caused, you know, word of mouth, like where people are like, dude, was this red? Like, did he like, like, like when we were talking about, um, you know, he chopped the dude with the handstand. Like, it's like, where's the, 
you know, we, we need one of those. Like, did, did he do one of those cool things where he fucks up a dude with the handstand? Like, is there something super cool like that? And somebody's talking to their buddies and they're like, oh, no, like, like nothing really cool happens. He throws some bitch out a window or, you know, like, what, it's like, who fucking cares? You know, it was it was just the same old shit or whatever. And then and then that word of mouth gets around. Right. And then, you know, nobody wants to you know check it out or whatever i mean i but i mean i agree with you like the the end of this is what it's you know i mean that's the the dessert right like that's that's what it's all headed towards and that i think is what even the first time i saw this that was what was the most fun about watching this movie you know just watching this whole i guess elevator pitch you know this premise like oh you know, Carrie versus Jason, like what, what would happen? Okay. We'll give this girl, Tina, the, the telekinetic powers or whatever, and, and, and let her go at it. And like, all that stuff is like super, I mean, I know I was making fun of the plant, you know, getting thrown, but like most of that stuff is super fun. Like when she's like crushing his head with it, like, yeah. it's like she's vicing the head with his own fucking mask. And, you know, she, the, 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 to me, like the stuff that I thought was cool was like, she's, she's TKing the, 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 the electric um, wire of mm-hmm. the fucking thing into the water so he gets fucking, you know, he, they, they pull like the, uh, you know, Superman the Animated Series electrocution bit, you know, Jason's like doing the, or whatever, because he's got these fucking electrocuted and stuff. So like that that kind of stuff, I think, is is what, you know, that's that's the, the, the highlight of, of this whole film. It's like, unfortunately... I, I mean, I think people also come for the kills, right? And and maybe that was what maybe drove word of mouth to be like, oh, this isn't that great because the kills are kind of tame, right? Because they were all edited and stuff like that, right? So I could understand why that's the, you know, it's disappointing as like a, a creator or a director or, a, you know, whoever spent all the time and money and effort to make those scenes and then they just, you know, summarily cut them away. But I mean... I think the time and money and effort that was spent on like all the special effects in the fight where it wasn't about the kill, but it was about like how cool the house looked blowing up or, you know, how cool it looked, you know, with Jason's getting crushed in his, you know, mask vice or whatever, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like that's what I I felt like was the big, the big money moment or whatever. Alright, well, I guess I guess this will wrap things up for this evening of fan holes. If you guys have any comments, questions, and or concerns, you can reach us over at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check out the backlog of episodes, you can do so over on the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. You can direct download all the episodes of Fanholes Podcast. This is what we refer to as the proper show. So you can direct download all the proper show episodes there, along with all of our other spinoff shows. But we are also to be found on social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We appreciate all the hearts, likes, retweets, shares that we receive. And we can be streamed. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So until the next time, 
This is going to be Derek, Derek WC, signing off. And this is Justin signing off. any of the girls in this were attractive? Um, they're all just kind of like so-so. I mean, yeah. I don't know, the one who was in the lake had like a nice body. I mean, I kind of feel like, you know, I mean, I, I wasn't going to get too crude about it, but like if, uh, you know, people go for the kills and the TNA, I was like, well, I guess they edited all the kills and the TNA that wasn't edited wasn't like, you know, yeah, outstanding or whatever. So I was like, I could, you know what I mean? Like, I, I could see why if that was the reaction to it, you know, maybe it didn't make as much money, right?